What's up, everybody? Welcome, Welcome to, to the Bollywood Podcast. It's your boy VJ and your boy Dev, where we talk about anything and everything, and, and that's, that's real, real talk. talk. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Bollywood Podcast. Uh, we got a little special one today, um, but I do have my partners in crime, as usual. I got uh, Mr. Dev in the building. What's up, bro? What's good, bro? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm pretty cool, pretty cool. And I can't forget, um, got my guy Tony with us again. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Tony, Tony. Uh, so subtle, so All smooth, right. so sweet. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. As usual. All right. So, um, yeah, guys. So we have a pretty big weekend coming up um, as far as football goes. It is wild card weekend. So what we decided to do was um, go through go through all the games and then give our predictions on those games as well as what we think um, the score would be. Um, and then any little tidbits that we have um, to, to why we're picking those teams for those particular matchups. Um, Dev, you want to get us started? Uh, so first game we got is the four o'clock game tomorrow, like four thirty uh, game Eastern time over here. Uh, they got the Seattle Seahawks at uh, San Francisco Forty ers uh, Currently, uh, the Forty Nine ers are nine and a half point favorite. Um, the over on that game, over under is at forty two. Uh, Correct. It's a divisional game, so um, I'm, I'm looking at this game. It's, it's I don't think it's going to be nine and a half. Uh, if, if it does be nine and a half, it's probably going to be uh, a really, really uh, big margin. Um, I, I think, if anything, it'll be a closer one um, because of the divisional matchup. But I, I'm not looking at nine and a half. I'm not even looking at 42 points. I'm thinking it's uh, a little, little closer. Um, I don't think it's going to be a Big, 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 uh, explosive game. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I mean, um, I, it, I think it's going to be a pretty close game as well. I don't think the score is that going to be far apart. Um, there are two really good teams, right? Um, Seattle likes to uh, Seattle. I mean, Seattle's been playing really well. The 49ers do have the season record against them. They won the previous two, um, as well as they haven't faced Christian McCaffrey and Debo. Um, as of yet. So that'll be another thing. Debo's healthy, so he's going to be playing this weekend. Um, Christian McCaffrey, I'm expecting to have another big game against them as far as that goes. It really comes down to how how, how well they shut down um, Geno Smith, right? Because as far as Purdy goes, he just has to make sure he, he game manages well. Um, he's been doing that. He's been doing that the past few games since he started. So um, he just needs to continue to do that, not turn over the ball. Uh, it's just simple, simple football. As far as their biggest weapon would be Christian McCaffrey, right? You just got to get him going um, with the run game as well as the passing game. And then just utilize Debo as much as they can. They still got Kittle. They do have one of the best defenses in the league as far as that goes. But um, one little stat, though, they're not good against the deep pass, right? Um, Gino's, Gino's actually the best in um, statistic-wise. He's the best in the league. Um, accuracy wise with over 20 plus 20 plus yard passing uh, passes so yeah it's an interesting matchup to say the least I personally don't think it's going to be that spread with nine and a half Um, I think it's going to be a lot closer 
I'm looking at a, a much lower scoring affair. I'm going to probably say around, uh, I would say 21-17 um, Niners. That's me. I like it. I like all your uh, feedback and all your suggestions about what's going on, but I'm going to tell you guys that it's going to be a way different game than I think anyone expects because at the end of the day, the real Geno Smith is going to stand up. He's going to show us who he is, and he's going to show us why he's been a journeyman for the last 12 years in this league. Seahawks play pretty good defense throughout the year. Obviously, they've had a few you know, bad games here and there. A few offenses have kind of torched them, but overall, they've they've really kind of held true with their defense. They've been able to hold a lot of good good opponents to pretty pretty good games. However, they've also had some really really bad games. You know, like the Lions game. They I think I'm pretty sure they lost to the Lions. They gave up like forty plus points to the Lions. They lost the Panthers at home. I think they gave up thirty points against the Panthers. Um. They almost lost the Rams both times. They were both like, you know, I think like last last minute drives to win the game. They lost to the Raiders. I mean, they've lost to really, really like kind of bad teams. I mean, I, I think they got torched by the Saints too. And you, we know the Saints don't put up any points at all either. So it's very hot and cold to Seahawks. They put together a decent year. They can be very happy about what they've done. At the end of the day, the Niners are just going to be way too much for them. The Niners are healthy right now they're firing all cylinders they've been looking amazing it's i i don't think this game's gonna be close i think it's you know we're we're probably looking at something like a like a 34 to 17 type game i mean it's gonna be a thrashing interesting christian mccaffrey is gonna run over them brock purdy is gonna look like tom brady i mean it's gonna be crazy (laughs) um yeah no that's 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 what my thought process is i i got niners Covering that nine and a half, and I got the over forty-two. Let's get spicy. Good points. Good points. All right, really, let's let's see. What really spicy with that. tonight. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't have it that way. I have it really kind of close uh, in a sense. I think that Seattle is going to probably be in reach and tease and tease, and then you know Gino will show up uh, his old self and probably get sacked. Uh, I have it twenty-four thirteen, and. In a kind of close affair, um, field goals, uh, some early touchdowns, but I don't think it's going to reach the 42 at all. I do think that it's going to be a little bit of rust uh, in connecting with Debo and Christian McCaffrey. They hadn't played many games together, so having them both and trying to utilize them in the way that they're best utilized, it's kind of taken away from you know the magic there. And also with Mitchell coming back, trying to work them in. Expecting to go to the next round, you have to, you know, get all your pieces aligned. And I think they have a little bit too much that they're going to try to do, and that's going to kind of hinder them a little bit. I mean, I, they've they've been here. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they were just here. The majority of their defense was here last year. You know, all their offensive pieces besides Christian McCaffrey has been here. Uh, and having Purdy. the bonus of Christian McCaffrey – is you know it doesn't hurt um and purdy i mean listen everyone's saying how rock purdy is just going to suddenly crumble because it's playoff time this kid's got all kinds of crazy chips on his shoulders right now getting ready to just prove everyone wrong and they don't ask him to do a lot they ask him to make 20 passes a, a game make him just to try to not have any turnovers make sure you dump the ball over out, out to cmc 
make a few big chunk plays to George Kittle. That's that's a recipe for for success for the, the 49ers. The defense is going to do what the defense has got to do. They're going to hold Geno. Secondary is looking really good lately. You know, your boy Bosa is going to absolutely murder him. I I think it's going to be a just a complete beatdown. I mean, I don't know. I I'm going against the grain here. I feel like most people and experts are saying it's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to be, a, you know, a real battle only because, you know, the Seahawks played Niners pretty pretty well a few weeks ago. I mean, I think they only lost by a score. But, I mean, losing by eight points is is considered good, I guess, right? But, I mean... I, I think it's going to be a lot closer to what the week you know the week two matchup was, which was when Jimmy Garoppolo was playing with no CMC, and they lost by nineteen, something like that, twenty points. I think I think that's what you're going to be kind of looking for here because right now the defense is closer to what the defense was in week two. They're very healthy, everyone's back. They have no no worries at all on, on defense, and they they're firing all cylinders. That's that's cute. Uh... You know, I could be wrong. Uh, it, it, like I said, it can start out just a blowout. Uh, you know, Gino doesn't give up um, at this stage right now. Uh, DK, uh, as long as he keeps his emotions in check, uh, he could be, you know, like VJ was speaking about, a deep pass threat. Uh, all they need is a shot. Um, Pete Carroll is not going to give up. He's he's going to, you know, at least try to fight. And he, he knows them best um, being in the, in the division. Yeah, I have to agree here. I think um, Gino's definitely going to give his all um, with the season he's had and then the redemption story that he's going for. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a really good matchup. I think we um, discussed what we needed to for that matchup. Why don't we move on to the next one of the day, which is going to be the Bolts and Jaguars. So the Chargers versus the Jaguars. Um, I'm going to pass it over to Dev to see what his thoughts are on this and then you know, we'll go around and see what everybody thinks about this one. So we got the Jaguars. Um, well, the uh, Chargers are basically a two and a half point favorites. Uh, I got the over on that one for uh, 47 and a half uh, for the line there. Um, Mike Williams is out. But what's new? Uh, it's always a Chargers wide receiver out. Uh, still expect Justin Herbert to throw uh, tons and tons. He He's definitely going to still have Keenan Allen. He still has Palmer, Everett, and Carter. Uh, Eckler is going to be a huge in this. Uh, I expect the over on this one. Um, but my end game of this is I have 37-34 Jags covering uh what about you VJ yeah man um all I'm gonna say is I don't I don't think you can't you can't sleep on the Jaguars they've been playing really well lately um Trevor Lawrence's has been playing on a, on a higher gear uh towards the end of the season so, yeah, um, I wouldn't say that it's a given that the Chargers are going to win. Are they the favorites? Yes. Um, Justin Herbert is the better QB at the moment. Um, he does have weapons, um, but, you know, it's really going to come down to the health of his receivers. 
because they are um, battling some injuries, whatever the case may be, as far as that goes. But um, I think it's going to be a, a low-scoring affair for this one, too. I don't see it being a, a very high-scoring game. Um, I would I would take the under on this one if it was me. Um, I see the score being more maybe around, you know, 24 to 21, around that in the 20s between both teams. But um, I'm going to give the... I'm going to give the edge to the Chargers here. Um, I'm not going to take the Jags on this one. I still believe that Justin Herbert um, will get the job done. And they do have one of the best offensive weapons in the league, which is Austin Eckler. So um, I expect them to have another big game as well as far as that goes. Um, that's where that's where I currently stand on this one. What do you think, Tony? Oof, you guys are going on both sides. I guess it's up to me to uh, split this thing. Now, I'll say the Jaguars have gotten – on a really, really good run the last, like, six weeks of the, of, of the season. They've gotten hot at the perfect time. They snuck into the playoffs with the, with the last last game against the Titans. Trevor Lawrence is fine looking like that number one overall pick that, you know, the Jaguars fans were hoping that they w- would get. And, you know, e- everything's kind of working for them right now. You know, everything's working. Their offense is working. ATN's playing well. He's getting bumps and bruises here and there but he's staying healthy you know uh, the receivers are all coming their own christian kirk's playing up his mind um you know they're they're everything's kind of working for them right now so you you really kind of feel good about the jaguars chances of making some noise coming in but you know with that said the chargers are just as high powered on offense if not more i mean you probably would actually argue that they're probably better on offense than the Jaguars are even without Mike Williams. But the set part that probably separates them from the Jaguars is that the Chargers have a top 10 defense. Sneaky, because no one really realizes they have a top 10 defense, but they have a top 10 defense. And whereas the Jaguars are more on the bottom half. You know, they're not bad, but they're more on the bottom half. You can shred the Jaguars for sure. I mean, um, not just on the run game, but, you know, all over the place. You know, receivers feast, tight ends feast, running backs feast, everyone feasts on the Jaguars. And when you have a team that's as good offensively as the Chargers, it's going to be very hard for the Jaguars to keep up. Because, you know, just like everyone else probably thinks it's going to be, it's probably going to be a back and forth offensively. Um, But where it's going to probably separate is where the defense comes big. The defense is going to probably come bigger on the Chargers because they're just a better defense than the Jaguars. And I think that regardless, you can't call this year for the Jaguars anything but a success. You know, they went from being bottom of the barrel team to a playoff team, you know, and it it, it seems like all they really needed was a real coach, right? Like all they needed was to get rid of Urban and bring in Doug Peterson. All of a sudden, Trevor looks like he's a real quarterback. He's got confidence. You know, they brought in Christian Kirk, obviously. They have ATM back, but... All of a sudden, they're they're a real legitimate team. You know, they're a playoff team. But I think this is kind of where the Cinderella story is going to end for them. I think that this is where their season ends. It's going to be a great back and forth, most likely a very high-scoring game. Uh, my worry about these games is you expect the Chargers and the Jaguars to be a high-scoring game. They have a really pretty high over-under, 47 half that usually indicates that somehow, some way, it's going to be a defensive game and you should pick the under. But I don't like to think that way, even though I do think that way and I know how gambling works. 
I tend to still go with my gut, and I'm going to go with the over on 47 and a half, and I am going to take the Chargers to cover that two and a half. Two and a half is a really, really good number. It's an easy number to cover. Um, you know, the majority of these games are going to be over two and a half if they're going to uh, win at all. So I think it's a pretty easy pick for me. Yeah. Um, Anything anyone wants to add? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree um, with you on one thing. Um, I think is, as advertised, I expect the arms to almost fall off. I expect it probably like close to 40 attempts for both quarterbacks. Um, I expect some running from both quarterbacks. Um, uh, the biggest thing is if Jacksonville goes away from ETN too much and doesn't run, um, then I think it's just going to be a couple picks probably on both sides and probably over 300 yards for both quarterbacks if I had to, if I had to choose. Yeah, I think that the over for Trevor Trevor Lawrence um, for passing yards I think it was like two. 240 something and um justin herbert was 284 i think it was for his over for passing yards i like the over for both of those i think they're gonna just like you did you said that like they're gonna be tossing the ball a lot um they're gonna be completing they're gonna be getting tons of completions and i mean i don't even remember the last time justin herbert didn't have over 300 yards in passing um that seems like it's every game you know regardless if it's a close game blowout he's still gonna be tossing the ball a lot right I mean, you, you got to figure he's going to get at least 50 to 80 yards from just passing the Eckler alone dump offs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, for sure, for sure. That's that's a big chunk of, of of his offense. So beyond that, you know, you have obviously Keenan Allen's one of the best receivers in the league. Guys like um, Josh Palmer, Daniel Carter, those guys have really, really kind of stepped up this year. Like you guys said before, um, what's his face? Uh, Gerald Everett's been playing really, really well. So. You know, he likes to distribute a ball. He's going to distribute a ball, especially against a mediocre defense in the Jaguars. Um, and, and like I said before, I think that there's going to overwhelm the uh, Jaguars defense. But I have one question. Right. VJ had the under on this. Do you have the under even though we feel they're going to have those many yards in passing? You don't believe they're going to have you know, those mini passing attempts with those offenses that they're offering um, or they're putting out there on the field? I mean, so I, I personally feel that there will be a lot of passing and everything else, but it doesn't mean that they're going to score touchdowns, right? So it could come down to field goals as well. That's the only reason why I'm keeping it under the 47. Um, I, I see them definitely both being offensively, playing offensively well. It's just I personally feel that um, it's it's not going to be that high of a scoring affair. But that's just me. Even with Staley, Staley doesn't take yeah. field goals. So the uh, <laughs> only way I think it's under is if they don't take field goals, they just don't get points. Um, right. But I don't see my man Doug Peterson playing those type of crackhead games that he's really not going to be uh, leaving any points on the um, on the field. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I think no, we're I good. I think we're good with the uh, the Chargers yeah. and Jags there. Um, let's go why ahead don't we the next game? Yep. Let's let's transition into uh, Miami and the Buffalo Bills. Right, so the Dolphins be, uh, versus Sunday the Sunday lineup, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're yeah. getting Sunday now. This is the one o'clock game. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, this is a pretty big game with uh, a couple of uh, really good teams. So 
Um, stop Tony, it. I'm going to give this to you. Stop it. I'm, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you, you start sound, with this, Tony. Stop it. You sound crazy. I think you need to get some help. <laughs> this game is let, a 13 and a half spread, so I don't think anyone expects this to be a good game. Um, the the problem with this game is that two is out. He the offense looks like Jekyll and Hyde with with and without Tua. Everyone on the Dolphins is beat up right now. I think the last time I checked, um, Teddy was maybe playing, probably not. I believe both running backs, uh, Mostert and Jeff Wilson, are both banged up right now. I believe their tackle, Armstead's hurt, Bradley's hurt, um, Waddle's banged up. I mean, like literally everyone's hurt. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the Jets game at all last week. Even Tyreek Hill had to hobble off the field for a few snaps because yeah, he got. They're falling you know, apart I mean, over there, man. Literally everyone's hurt, and then they got Skylar Thompson, who <laughs> barely barely put up an eleven spot against the Jets. Which honestly, I mean, if you, if you talk about the Jets, I mean that's actually not bad, right? But you, you got to put up some points there if you want to win. And if they can't put up any points against the, the the Bills with who they got, I don't know how they're gonna do it. Right, I mean the the lines beat up. Scott Thompson's gonna be running for his life. Jalen Waddle's beat up. Who, 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 I mean, who are they gonna pass to? You know, I mean, the running backs are both hurt. I I I just don't see a good outcome here for um for the Dolphins. I think it's one of those cl- classic games where when you when you saw how the game played out last week against the Jets, which I'm sure you guys probably didn't watch, but I watched a lot of it. Um, they looked defeated. Like the Dolphins looked like they were beat up on the field. They did not look like they wanted a- anything to do with the Jets. They wanted nothing to do with us. They 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 were just going through the motions, trying their best to make the playoffs. Um. So I I I think that they're gonna limp into this week. I don't think that your boy Mike Daniels is probably the kind of motivating coach that would be needed in in in, in this situation. I think he's probably just happy to have a job still because chances are if he lost last week, he was probably going to be fired. Um, and I think that they're going to limp in this game. They're going to look terrible. The Bills are going to just abuse the crap out of them. Everyone's healthy in the Bills right now. I mean, I know Josh Allen, I think he, he had like limited practice this week, but he's, he's going to be fine, right? And honestly, he's not going to need to do much to destroy this team. 13 and a half usually is not a great number to cover. I got the Bills covering it. And I think it's going to be a under of the 43 and a half under. I got to score probably something like 30 to like 7. Maybe 30 to 10 if you want to get close. Oh, It's going to be, it's, it's going to be a beat down. Uh, um, I have to agree with everything you stated, yeah. Um, go I ahead, agree Tuff. with everything but one thing. I don't think... Uh, he would get fired. Uh, I think they like the guy. He's young, vibrant. He uh, clicks with Tua. They're going to have to keep Tua or... White. Wait, say that one more time. Uh, white. He, he is not white. He's actually biracial. McDaniels is biracial? biracial. They got a pick uh, from 49ers, the same as the Jets did uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, because of the Salah and the... Uh, and the hire for him. He's actually a man of color. Hmm. Interesting. Not quite my color, I mean, he, but he is a man of color. I mean, he looks whiter than VJ. I don't know. And VJ is uh, <laughs> kind of kind of brown. He thinks he's one of my people sometimes. I mean, but uh, I mean, v, VJ thinks that, but he's pretty pretty light. 
but nah, he, he's he's a man of color, uh, so um, <laughs> he he may get fired. You know what they do to uh, black quarterback? Uh, co- uh, sorry, but black coaches. So uh, they might fire half of them. Uh, poor poor Lovey. Yeah, but um, um, now nah, I think that game is. You know, they should have just kept two buys. Um, uh, <laughs> for for the uh, top two seeds uh, in the division, uh, I like the competitiveness, bringing in the team, and letting them play, and everything. But um, this is going to be clear cut and dry. Uh, Josh Allen is probably not going to play the fourth quarter. The h- very very high probability. Um, I, I have to agree. I think we're all on the same page here, as far as this matchup goes. It, it's the Bills game. It's going to be yeah. a massacre. Um, the Finns literally have hey, no just, chance. That's all I'm saying is you get to grab all your snackies and uh, get ready for a real man's football game that comes on after that. Uh, so, oh, you know, uh, oh. the biggest should the we, biggest game of this we, weekend. Should we um, move on? We're then? all looking I think we forward move to on. I think should everybody, you know, should grab we move their, on? Their beer, I think, I think we're drinks, good. I think we're good with the making Bills. Making sure the white right. and chili ready, whatever let's, you did. Let's get your wings. Let's go ahead and move on. Let, you know, let's, let's get to the main event. So, the next game is the 4:30 game. Ding ding ding. That 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 is the New York Football Giants uh, at Woo. the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings, which the, this line actually has been moving back and forth a lot, but it's currently at minus three, and the over/under is a whopping 48. Ooh. Why don't we go ahead and discuss this? Do uh, who wants to start us off? How about you start us off, Tony? With you this want one? me to? St- so, well, we I mean, get, I, so we could get some unbiased opinion. I am. You know I, 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 no, I, I, I didn't want to go that way. Here. I wanted, uh, kind of wanted VJ to go off first because he likes to, you know, just read let's, the narrative of what off. you read. Let's go. Off. Okay. Online. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what? I'll, right. I'll, 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 I'll go last. I'll go last. So I'll give you unbiased last. Go ahead. All right. Let's go. I'll, I'll start off with this one. So yeah, we got the we got the great New York Giants going against uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Um, yeah. So. Giants have been on a tear. You know what I'm saying? They're playing really, 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 really good football at the moment, um, especially at the quarterback um, position. Um, this guy, Daniel Jones, is is having and putting together a really good season. Um, our defense is finally clicking on all cylinders. We're healthy. We have our players in place. Our offense looks good, even though we don't have any star receivers. Um, we are getting the job done with the receivers we currently have. Um, our mentality is our mentality is on another level at this moment. Um, coach, coach has uh, has us playing um, on like we've having for for a lot of years. Um, I wouldn't. We're we're definitely a dog in this fight. I, I could tell you that. So um, I'm not going to just give it to Minnesota. Minnesota is a, a really good team offensively and the only thing that um they they're not good in is their defense they're very very inconsistent on that end right if we could be if we're being completely honest um so we definitely have a shot um we do have one of the best offensive players in the league as well i mean you guys might not agree with that but i think the biggest um difference this year has been the the play of daniel jones i think his confidence is on another level um coach has the utmost confidence in him we're so, we saw what he's capable of doing the last game of the season um, where he had uh, two rushing touchdowns. He he passed touchdowns. So th- this kid's playing on another level. Um, I, I think we definitely have a shot. I'm taking the Giants on this one. All right. Um, I'm taking the Giants uh, plus three, and then I'm going to take the over on the 48. I think it will be a high-scoring affair. 
Oh, that was that was very very cute. Uh, I, I like everything you said. Uh, I like the way you cheer and and and, and make yourself feel hype. Uh, very cute. I, I expected more emotion out of some guy that uh, of your stature, but you know, for some reason, you don't want to give me that. Uh, do you really think that you're going to be adding a lot to that 48 points? Yes. Because you gave me a spread. Yes. You didn't give me a score. Score. Hmm. I really got to think about this one. Um, I'll come back to I would you. I'll, I'll come back yeah, to you. Yeah, I'll come, so come back to back you for the score. You, BJ. Uh, yes. I don't think you can outscore the Vikings. And for one, uh, you can toot your horn about your defense. Uh, you guys only gave up. 300 passing yards twice. One time uh, against us before we stopped at 299. We did, we gave you guys a break. Uh, you only didn't reach 200 yards uh, passing three times and you basically lost on one of those when you lost to the Detroit Lions and you gave up 165 yards passing. We are a dominant passing attack. When anyone throws over 250 yards on you, you take a loss. So I don't think you're ready for that. And also, we still have a same amount of run run talent that you have, if not better at this point. Definitely have better <laughs> receiver talent. I give you Daniel Jones rushing the ball. But your defense gives up just as much as our defense does as well. So I don't think you have the offensive tandem to bring it against these purple people eaters skull Tony what do you got to say <laughs> I'm curious I'm curious yeah, now. You, you guys you guys are too funny so let me just throw some stats out there okay so one in terms of defense right so de defensively we know the Giants are better than the Vikings defensively and I mean that's just off of stats numbers right so the Giants give up 214 yards a game passing the Vikings give up the second worst in the league, 265.6 yards passing. So the Giants have a clear advantage when it comes to being a better defensive team for passing. But even though the Vikings have a really bad passing defense, the Giants don't have anyone to pass to. The Giants aren't, aren't a great passing team. They don't have any weapons. So it doesn't really scare anyone that the that the, the the Vikings have a bad passing defense because the Giants haven't proven to be a very big threat passing. When you talk about rushing in terms of you know just going off of the numbers, you know the Giants give up 144.2 yards a game rushing, which is six worse in the league. And the Vikings give up 123.1 yards rushing, which is like just just below average. So neither team is very good with the with the rushing defense. Both of them have pretty good, you know, rushing attacks. So I mean, when you just look at the defense and the numbers and the offensive numbers, I mean, it looks like it's pretty it's a pretty even matchup on paper. So when you have a pretty ma even matchup on paper, you really kind of for me at least look at a few things. You got to look at um, coaching, you got to look at personnel. So with coaching, 
I think that for me at least, just from the eye test, it looks like the Giants have a better coach, in my opinion. Just because just based on what he's done with what he has, the Giants are really a trash team. You know, like like on paper, you look at the Giants and you're like, how did this team win all these games? They should not be where they're at right now, but they are. And I, I think I, I, you have to attribute that a lot to the coaches. With the Vikings, the Vikings were already kind of a playoff team. They already were a high-power offense. They already had all the you know pieces and personnel ready to go to make a run, and now they're here. One glaring thing with both teams is that neither team, in my opinion, had overly impressive wins throughout the year. I can't even count on on, on one and two or two hands how many one score games y'all won, and like barely scraped by in one. Like, I lost so much money on betting on the Vikings this year because they just kept on not being able to cover a spread because they kept on barely squeaking by a win. And same with the Giants. I mean, that's that's basically the story of the year for the Giants is comeback kings, right? Fourth quarter, down by 10, down by 14, make a big comeback, get some defensive stops, you know, scrappy as heck, you know, Daniel Jones running for 70 yards, Saquon making, you know, a big clutch play and just making it happen. But that's kind of two of the same thing. I, I basically said the same thing about both of the teams. They both just clawed and scratched and got that win. So I have to ultimately, though, go with personnel. For me, the personnel is slightly better on the Vikings than the Giants, which is why I think the Vikings are going to end up ultimately winning the game because of their personnel. I think it could really go either way. You know, no one, no one's betting on this game and saying I feel so good about one or the other. Ultimately, I I do think that the Vikings would cover. I if if I were betting, I would probably take that three and buy it down to a two and a half to make sure I avoid a a uh, a break if they win by three to make sure I get a win. Um, the over of forty eight is going to be hard to achieve. I believe the last game y'all played this year did go over 48, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I think it's going to be hard to go over 48. I, I prefer rooting for points than rooting against points. So I I, I would personally take the 48 or, or go over 48. But yeah, no, for me, I think it's going to be very close. Ultimately, I do think the Vikings are going to pull it out. I would probably give a score of like like 27-24 kind of, kind of score. Like it's going to be real, Jeez. real close. Jeez, that's it's exactly be, what the score I was thinking in my head, bro. It's but Giants it's, it, though. It's gonna be tight. It's gonna be one of those like fourth quarter games. Um, it's gonna be a back and forth. You know, it's gonna be fun to watch. You know, of course, it's gonna be fun to watch. I think that um, you know the the big keys of the game are gonna be offensive possessions for the Giants. You know, making getting getting you know production from their offense when they had the ball and. Um, you know, for for the Vikings, for their defense to turn up and stop the Giants' offense. Whoever wins that battle between the Giants' offense and the Vikings' defense is going to win the game. Because I, I think there's a clear, there's going to be a clear victor between the Vikings' offense and the Giants' defense. The Vikings' offense is going to be very good. They're going to be well prepared for this, and they're going to be indoors at home in the dome. Skull. Skull. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't give my prediction, so. so uh... I have it 
33-31 Vikings. Just my luck being around uh, the people I'll be around on Sunday. Uh, on the bets I took, I took the Vikings plus 3.5 just in case. Uh, we missed a field goal to tie it. Uh, I will still come out as a winner. So I took them plus 3.5. Cause I'm yeah, a I think, jinx. If anyone I think we could all, I think we could all come to a conclusion and say that this is any, anybody's game. If we're being completely no, honest, no, we're not, we're not yes, saying that. Yes. It's, but I, the giants are going to pull I, off this win. I'm telling you right yeah, now. No, I definitely, I definitely think of all the games this weekend. Like this is probably going to be most likely the most competitive game. You know, like the Bolton Jags, we it's a two and a half point, you know, spread, but realistically, one or the other is gonna probably pull away from it. Um and then later on we'll, we'll talk about the Cowboys and Bucks. That might be a close game too, but this is probably gonna be the most exciting back and forth close game, most likely. And that's not just because I have friends that are Giants fans. Obviously I don't give a shit about them. But um, <laughs> you know, I think it's gonna be a pretty, pretty good game. I have to agree. We? I have to agree. Um, Should we move on? Yeah, let's let's yes. go on to the the next game. Um, it's gonna be Baltimore Ravens against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm gonna throw it over to to Dev for this one to start us off. Uh, what this one is a nine point uh, favorites for uh, Cincy. Um, man, uh, forty and a half point uh, line. I uh, wonder on that. I have yeah, so this, this might this might be worse than the Bills game. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. This like is Mark gonna, Andrews, this is gonna Andrews is playing, but he hasn't looked good with Huntley. Uh, likely has looked better. Um, there, I don't know if it's Gus or Dobbins. Uh, you don't know which wide receiver is going to catch a pass. So it's just like I expect a touchdown for Chase. I expect some you know big play for T Higgins. I expect. Tyler Boyd to maybe get a touchdown. Hayden Hurst to probably mix in. you know get fifty sixty mix in to probably get two touchdowns. It's just like it's gonna be a free for all. Uh, I expect Joe Burrow to be having a cigar by early fourth quarter. <laughs> they just played. Um, so I I, ha- I have to agree. I think this is gonna go the same way the Bills game is gonna go. Um, the Bengals are are pretty much gonna run away with this one. I don't think it's gonna be even close. Be lucky the Ravens to to get over uh, uh, two scores in this game, to be honest with you. Um, Bengals, I definitely see um, having at least multiple rushing as well as receiving touchdowns. Um, they're too high-powered offensively, um, and the Ravens are, are not clicking on any sun- cylinders, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, I, I predict it's going to probably be um, Bengals in the 30s, Let's say what thirty-three to Ravens fourteen. If that, that would be my prediction on this one. Uh, I have a twenty-seven twelve. Uh, I have four field goals uh, for okay. the Ravens. Uh, no touchdown. What do you think, so? Four, four field goals. Yeah. Woof, woof. Um, yeah. No, listen. The spread opened at six and a half. And it's progressively gotten worse and worse all week. I believe when I checked this afternoon, it was nine and a half. Um, I think we're going to see pretty much roundabout what we saw last week because they just played last week. Um, Lamar, Lamar's out. Huntley's in. They're still banged up all over the place. I think 
I think Gus Edwards is hurt still, and I mean Tyler Huntley is going to start, but he, I mean he he was banged up last week. I think he had like a shoulder, um, a wrist issue on his throwing wrist. I mean, it's not looking good. I I think this is going to be a pretty pretty easy game. I mean I know the Bengals have have some issue right now where you know they're they're all pro cornerback Eli Apple um, was a little banged up. Um, T T Higgins, you know, had a, I think he he missed a practice this week, but overall their whole team's going to be there. They're going to be ready to stomp on the uh, Ravens. You know, you kind of feel bad for 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 all Harbaugh and the Ravens. You know, their their season was looking pretty pretty good when the uh, when Lamar was there. I think that they were what like eight eight and four or something like that when Lamar last played or something crazy. And then all of a sudden their whole season just kind of fell apart the moment he left. And now there's always rumors every day about if he's going to be there or not, or if he's going to go somewhere else, or going to trade him. Oh, season's just falling apart from them. But yeah, no, I I think I'm with you guys. I, I I love the Bengals covering the nine. Mm -hmm. Um, the over I'm not crazy about because I, because I'm kind of thinking it's going to be something like a, like a 27-10, maybe 27-12, like 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 that was saying with the four field goals. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be pretty. But, yeah, no, I got the Bengals and the under as well. Gotcha. All right, so I think we're, we're all good on the uh, Bengals and Ravens game. Um, let's move yeah. on to the last game of the weekend, which is going to be the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. Tony, why don't you start with this one? Man, this is this is a tough one, you know. Um, this is actually probably getting a lot of hype, honestly, because of everything kind of involved with it with the personnel. So you got, you know, Brady, potentially his last game with the Bucks, and then all the rumors about where Brady's gonna go next year. I mean, there's already there's already graphics out with Brady with, you know, different jerseys on because everyone's guessing where he's gonna go. Because chances are, I mean, as as bad as he looked this year, you know, he still put up a lot of empty calories, you know, with lots of stats. He still had all pro, you know, receivers everywhere. He had pretty good personnel around him and he was still able to make it rain a little bit. So, you know, he's definitely still got enough to, to, to play in the league. So it's not crazy that he's leaving, but yeah, there's just so many distractions is kind of my point. You know, there's so many distractions about where Bray's going to go. Distractions about Dak Prescott, you know, is is Dak Prescott the future Cowboys quarterback? Dak Prescott throws so many interceptions. Dak Prescott causes turnovers. Dak Prescott doesn't have his shit together. So there's a lot of stuff going on right now with the personnel, you know. And then you got the storyline of you know is 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 Zeke the future of you know running back? Is Tony Pollard the future running back for the Cowboys? Um, is is Mike Evans is going to be here long term. Is Chris Godwin going to get a new contract? You know, there's just so many storylines in this that I I I don't know how much, how focused these guys are probably on the game right now at the task at hand. I think at the end of the day, the Bucks had the momentum right now, even though they, they lost last week, but they lost really because I mean, you know, Tom Brady played one and a half quarters, and yeah, most of the stars didn't play very much. I mean, they were they were beating the crap out of the Falcons when Tom left. Um. So, I mean, the Buccaneers had definitely have the momentum after how bad the Dak-led Cowboys looked last week. I think didn't they, didn't they lose by like double digits? I forget. But they didn't look good against 
what's that quarterback's name? Sam Howell from yeah. the from the, from the Commanders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 can't be beat by Sam Howell. Exactly. You know, if you're Dak, exactly. if you're Dak Prescott and you're and you're a top five defense in the league, you can't be beat by Sam Howell. I mean, that's that's a bad look. So, the the Cowboys are looking not so great. The Cowboys have a lot to prove. You know, they got a lot that they have to kind of take care of. So, I think with the distractions the Buccaneers probably have off the field, and with Tom Brady, what's going to happen after this game? I think that the Cowboys have a lot to prove. They're going to come out firing. Um, they're probably going to be a second round exit, but I think that they are going to pull it out tomorrow uh, or Sunday, and they are going to cover and win. I, I actually would take the Cowboys money line, um, not just the, two, the cover two and a half, but but I'm taking the money line to uh, give me a little bit of extra cheese. And I think it's going to be a high scoring affair. You know, I think that Tom Brady is going to be. Tom Brady and Dak Prescott probably are the two quarterbacks that have the most empty calories in the whole entire league. They love throwing the ball. They love getting yards, and they love not winning, at least this year. So, um, yeah, I, I think ultimately it's going to be the one that has to prove more, which is going to be the Cowboys. The Cowboys ultimately have a better defense as well. They have, uh, you know, they have uh, some, some weapons to make it work. So I think they're going to pull it out. Sounds good. Dev, what do you think? Um, I ain't betting against Brady. Um, it doesn't seem like this storyline is finished. It'd be uh less of a commute for him to go home, I suppose. Um, if he lost on you know, Monday night. But something tells me that Brady has he has the weapons and then like at the end of the year, like the way Evans looked and him trusting them now just to throw it down there. Dallas is a very pass interference with Trayvon Diggs. He gambles a lot, and I can see Brady beating him. I see him beating Brady, and I can see it probably being a back-and-forth high-scoring game. Um, but it's whoever has the fewest turnovers is going to win this game. So that's Dak protecting the ball. Uh, Brady doesn't really turn over that much, but he has lately in these uh, last few postseasons. But I see – I see the offenses are almost similar, like uh, in a sense, as far as like the two-headed monsters on the uh, with the running backs, um, with Fournette and White, and with Dak and um, Tony Pollard, and they spread the ball around. They have a lot of different receivers that they both do. I um, like the hit. I expect a lot of catches for Godwin uh, short. I expect a huge game for Dalton Schultz uh, to protect Dak from from everything if he uses a security blanket, but. I have um have this one like thirty like thirty four thirty one maybe uh Buccaneers interesting um you know last second drive um it can go the other way uh you know he can not get it but I I do have uh a high scoring affair. Yeah, so um, all good points. Um, I'm actually going to go with experience and track record here um, with the proven guy, which is Tom Brady. Um, I I think that, like you said, the chemistry has been building um, between him and his receivers again. Mike Evans is is becoming that weapon again for them, and they're they're relying on him a lot more. And I think they pulled this off. Um, The Cowboys have too many question marks on their end. They're not consistent enough. Um, And... Dak doesn't show up on the big stage. Let's keep it completely honest, and the Cowboys in general don't. Um, Brady has. um, The Buccaneers have. 
Mike Evans has been there. Um, Godwin's still a great weapon. They're doing pretty well with that that two-headed monster in the backfield, like you said, Dev. I, I completely agree. I think Rashad White is is becoming that secret, you know, change of pace type of player for them, um, and he's doing really well. Um, I, I have I have the Buccaneers taking this one. My score is going to be 27-21 Bucks. Um, I'm taking I'm taking uh, the Bucks on this one. Why don't you guys get off of Brady's jock? Okay, I I, I don't even I never bet on Brady. I always bet it's, against him, so I'm like Brady is Brady. Brady's an old man now. All right, he's not the same guy anymore. He's divorced. He's beaten. <laughs> all right, he's damaged goods. It's all over for him. I I, I see I see that damaged goods uh, pulling it off on Monday night. That's me. Oh oh yeah. I have right. I have more faith in him. The damaged goods than uh that that guy. Yeah, but, that's supposed to be a yeah, star quarterback. Yeah, but you're a hater, though. You're a hater of everyone else in the NFC East. True or false? Yeah, but this is this is not a biased okay. opinion. That's okay. for sure. Okay, yeah. I'm going based oh, off okay. of t- statistics, bro. No, I'm you sure not, you're... You, you might are, not like to hear you're Brady never winning. Biased. I'm sure you're never biased. I never said that. <laughs> but um, I, I just see way too many question marks on, on the Cowboys and for them to pull this off. That's me. Shocker. The Giants fan doesn't so like the Cowboys <laughs> all right so I think we covered all the games um I don't know if anybody has any final input on on what they what they expect this weekend or anything else to add um I'm personally looking forward to to that game which is the Giants my G-men playing against many so I'm super hype about that can't wait to watch the game uh, I'm looking forward to a G-men W so that's all I have to add on my part <laughs> what do you guys have any Not closing thanks, statements uh, just make sure you wear your contacts. Uh, for the picks, I uh, know I have 49ers. I have Jacksonville. I have Buffalo. I have Vikings. I have Cincy. And I have the Bucks. Uh, so that's what I'm looking like this weekend. I, I think I'm mostly, I, I'm mostly with you, Dev. Um I will say beyond the actual like game themselves, I, I like I think before I I mentioned the whole over under for the uh, for the for the Jaguars uh, Bolts game yeah. of the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good play. Um, there's a few other like ones that you may want to look at if you're looking into sports betting. Um, one being you know probably Dak Prescott throwing an interception. He's literally thrown an interception every game in the last six games. Um, there's a good chance that he might do it again. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm actually not sure what the number, what, what the odds are, but chances are you're probably getting favorable money to bet on if he's going to get a pick or not. Just because it's it's interception, you know, it's a defensive stat. It's 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 hard to, you know, to not give good odds for that. So you might be able to get good odds for that if you want to take a gamble on Dak throwing a pick. Um, some other ones that I probably. Probably, probably leaning towards Eckler scoring a touchdown. I think that's probably, a, a, you know, probably a, a pretty good idea, especially with how many points are going to be scored in that game. Eckler touches the ball like twenty five percent of the time, so you know that's probably going to happen as well. Um, you know, I think that I I kind of like Jeff- Justin Jefferson over yards for receiving. I think it was like ninety two or something like that. I kind of like that too. Um, Saquon Barkley may may end up getting getting a few more passes. I think his his over under for receiving yards is like nineteen or something like that. I think. Yeah. Kind of, 
I kind of like that too. So there's, I mean, there's some, there's some decent props out there. You just gotta kind of search around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but you know, yeah. I, I just gave you guys a few. I, I like I the, uh, the over with uh, Christian McCaffrey as well for rushing yards. It's over seventy four oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. a half. So, um, I, I totally like that. Um, as far as that goes, what, what were you gonna say, Duff? Uh, I like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert both over uh, one and a half touchdown passes, uh, as well as Kirk Cousins, as well as Tom Brady um, and uh, Joe Burrow as well. So uh, any of those over two touchdown passes, um, I'm loving, drooling over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I actually looked at those, Dev, and I like a lot of those. The problem is that like they're all paying like minus 150. Like I think Kirk Cousins over one and a half was like minus 180. Correct. So, I mean, the payout's not great on it. So that's kind of why I I've, I I avoided a lot of them. Um, the I believe that Justin Herbert and uh, um, what's his name, Trevor Lawrence ones are not bad, but they're still like at like minus one thirty, one minus one fifty. So not it's not great payouts, but yeah, no, I mean when it's when it's obviously not a good payout, there's a good chance that you're you're probably gonna hit it. So. I do like some of those. I also there was one that I liked, which I feel pretty good about. Um, I think it was, I think it may have been Cincy. Cincy, there's one where you pick, they win half and then they win regulation. Mm. I think that one was like minus like 160, which is pretty good because there's a very very high likelihood they're gonna win the whole entire game. Yeah. So I I don't hate that at all. You wouldn't you know. You put 165 bucks up, you win 100 bucks. So it, it, it and that's probably gonna hit. So I don't hate that one. So just want to kind of you know throw 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 a few little things out there right. for anyone that's interested in, in taking a look. But hey, yeah, no, I think that that was a uh, those are some good picks we just had. I'm looking forward to Sunday's game, especially the Giants Vikings game. That should be very interesting. Skull. I will, I will be there with uh, my my G-man. my wins Ready to uh, ready to root for uh, nobody, and just uh, see all the fun little reactions when the other team uh, does something good. So should be should be fun. Should be a good trolling day for me. And all it, right. It's nice so, to know I got a uh, bodyguard. Uh, <laughs> just don't sit next to I, me, Dev. Say it again. Just don't sit next to me, Dev. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> you, you're the softest person in the room, buddy. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll find out. We'll find out on Sunday. On that note, um, great podcast, uh, podcast guys. Uh, look forward to seeing how the games play out. Um, yeah, catch you on the next one. This is VJ. This is Dev. And it's Tony. Peace. Peace.